0: Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet rambling Podcast, presented to you by Flawless Stories Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy, uh, aka a bitch is sleepy. It means I'm the bitch that sleeps. Um, and as usual, I'm joined by my friends and my co-hosts. Hey, y'all. It's
1: me, Candace. I ain't got no AKs, because we got a lot of shows to cover, and you, we missed our... our- third co-host last week but she's feeling better and she got some shit to get off her chest so come on in the door adrian and we can kick shit off
2: thank you friend i sure appreciate it
1: um it might have
2: might have been the spirit last week that made me sick because i had a lot more on this situation and now that i've been able to sit back and think i got a little less on it but still something going to the real housewives of atlanta and to that fuck nigga ralph Him and Drew going to quit playing in our face. This thing with the adoption of Josiah ain't never set right with me throughout the season. But because I didn't have enough time to kind of piece things together, I kind of let it go. But it just kept tapping at me because... Ain't no way a fuck nigga named Ralph is doing something with some sin. So going to this adoption thing, he's fucked up for telling Drew that he was going to adopt that. And for Drew to say, yes, I'm in support and you need to do that. And then for you to go talk to his father, who has not been active in the 11 years that this boy has been on this earth and for his father to say, oh, that would make me feel away," and for that to be the pause that you put on. You are valuing a nigga that's not in your marriage, in your relationship or in that boy's life over the two people that are affected by this the most. If that man desires a relationship with his biological son, adoption does not stop that option. Mm -hmm. Adoption shores up rights and securities for Josiah. And for him to put that out there, then start writing a book about being a stepfather, but don't nobody know what the fuck is in the book. And then for him to try to stand on this, well, I couldn't do that as a man to interfere with that relationship. The the relationship was interfered with when when his father decided not to be an active father. And then the last thing that really crawled up my, that really got to me was him saying, well, in the future, if Josiah says he wants to be adopted, then I'll do that. Children don't have a concept of what adoption really is. So without you presenting the information that, hey, this is what comes with you being adopted by me. This is what this would mean as far as you and your father for you to, for for you not to have that conversation and then just say, oh, 11 year old decided he didn't need to be adopted. Fuck you and fuck Drew for playing in my face. Thank you.
1: Well, Fuck you, you bitch ass nigga. Uh, Nigga yeah, name Ralph. I got my fist balled up. <laughs> uh, fuck nigga name Ralph. Uh, yeah. Speaking of other stupid motherfuckers, um, <clears throat> I just feel like andy you gave us a phenomenal season three premiere of salt lake city and followed up with this really boring filler ass episode and i don't understand why it was boring i don't care about no trip to arizona especially when lisa and meredith are still dancing around the elephant in the fucking room and won't face it head on i don't care about whitney's issues and all that fucking crying and sniffling and snotting which i don't think is real you have been called out for the past two seasons for not having a formidable storyline, and now all of a sudden you want to you want to use trauma to have a storyline. I don't believe it. Especially you when got we this white got bitch this... in the house saging all, all your bathrooms. Shit, you know why all your bathrooms got demons in them? Because you're full of shit, and you need to go boo boo.
0: <laughs> Especially when we could have got this backstory in the first season. Like it's way too like we would like you said what three seasons in? I way too late in the game to try to have. Like lore and backstory. Now that come, that yep. usually comes in the first season. Um, I, it, when it, it's, it's I funny. Also,
1: oh, good. No, go ahead, friend. Because I'm about to drag Jen Shots.
0: Oh, you know, if it's for no, it's, it's uh, I was watching. Um, uh, I had watched the uh the dental scene on YouTube, and uh, one of the comments said, "Whitney doing a, a, a excellent job with these croc performing with these crocodile tears,"
1: <laughs> which is true. Which yeah. So before we go, because we're not going to spend a lot of time on this fluff-ass episode. I'm very tired of Jen Shaw's crocodile tears. I'm very tired of her acting like she's just being framed and she's innocent and she's being accused of something that she had nothing to do with, nothing, no clue about it, no idea what was going on. You ended up pleading guilty, bitch. You are guilty. You knew what the fuck you were doing. You were taking advantage of a very vulnerable group of, p- of persons, senior citizens, and you did not give a fuck until you got caught. And had you not gotten caught, you would have continued to do it. I don't understand. I don't understand why Andy is allowing this bitch to be on our TV screen with all these fucking tears, knowing she played guilty. You are a criminal. You are a scammer. You're a con artist. You started living an extremely lavish lifestyle with the pensions of the elderly.
0: Bread fog like this, folks.
1: Throwing $80,000 parties and shit with the money of elderly people. Now we you sitting around here boohoo crocodile. We, we had to downgrade our living all our resources is going to you should be in jail. You shouldn't even be out on bond if we could be honest and I, I feel a way about that because if this was a black person they would still be sitting in jail today fucking trial. Mm. They'll find all type of ways to say that they have flight risk. I don't know. I don't feel sorry for this bitch. And I hate that y'all keep having all these kumbaya-ass retreats talking about, we got to be strong for Jim. Be strong for what? For a bitch that steals? (laughs) If anything... If anything, you need to you need to protect your pocketbook. I
0: was going to say you need to you need to protect your assets if <laughs>
1: You you need to sleep with your purse under your pillow. <laughs> right. You you need you need better security
0: than what than what the hell uh dealer had up um, there. This
1: bitch so this bitch so much of a scammer you should be scared to think around her. The bitch gonna steal your thoughts.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> no copyright law will protect
1: you from this. Bitch. I wouldn't even bring this bitch a gift from my business. This bitch might try to steal your business brand.
0: Destiny <laughs> dislike this post. Mm. <laughs> yeah.
1: mm. Madoni, listen, Madummy. <laughs> oh my god, let me stop. I'm using all my good shit, and we ain't even got there yet. <laughs> That's. A, I just, I just wanted to get that off my chest that I, I think it's. Y'all, I think Bravo and Andy, I feel like y'all are doing a disservice to to your viewing audience by painting this woman as some type of victim and allowing her to give all these crocodile tears. Be honest about what she was doing. Tell the truth. If this is reality TV, it should be real. And the I, real love of it is this woman is a fucking scammer. She is not no victim. She has not been falsely accused of nothing. The way y'all like to roll back the bean footage, roll back that court docket.
0: On the I agree with you. Uh and part of part of me feels like they can't for legal reasons. But then I think about because um shout out to my shout out to my friend Dizzy. Uh, cause she watched uh is it Beverly Hills, one of them white uh white one of the white housewives. And one of them did, did something not as egregious as Jen, but close to it. And they let her, like, tell the truth and also, like, be the villain of it. So I don't understand why they don't let Jen do the same. Like, she ain't got the, yeah. like, she can own it. Because y'all let other, you know, y'all let somebody else on another Housewives show own it and make it their storyline. So, like, that let Jen did. own it. Oh, Has sorry. she been
2: sentenced when this started? When they started taping? Uh I don't I don't think so. Oh well that I mean I, that might be part of the answer to your question. Uh because if it. you haven't been sentenced, you don't want to be waiting for that and then you, yeah, not, you yeah. get a little too much dip on your chip. Yeah, on yeah, Bravo.
0: You know, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, fair no. Enough. Yeah,
1: yeah. You got it. you gotta our resident uh legal counsel always gotta right. on that type of stuff and we legal appreciate deal. it. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, but <laughs> but but that's that's really all really all I have for Salt Lake City. I know it's gonna get better, but I man, that was a hell of a roller coaster ride. Took it straight up and then just dropped us back down to bullshit. Um, speaking of bullshit, speaking of bullshit, yeah. Segway Jones, fucking married to medicine. So Contessa, girl, you did that, did. That baby, you look phenomenal. All of your hard work paid off. You look the fuck good. Yeah, Yeah, you did. Real. You look real good. And we stand corrected. I thought her dad had passed away. It's good to know that he hasn't. And I'm glad he was there because if anybody, you know, anybody who listens to this knows that you know they had a very, very, very rocky relationship and have done the work over the years to repaired and have a very full and fruitful father-daughter relationship. So it's really good to see her dad there supporting her. It was really great to see Scott there supporting her and he seemed genuinely happy and proud of her. Emphasis on the genuine. She did great. I wonder what her next goal is. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Bodybuilding is not easy. Yeah, but I realize
2: I realize I'm a I'm a little bit like Contessa where you you get a goal you focus on it. So hey, I'm gonna go into the military, become a doctor. Okay, that's done now. This is cool. This is fun. What do I do next? So I'm really excited to see what her net her thing. I want to accomplish and conquer next. I love when people just continue to conquer and keep going.
0: I know uh, to piggyback off of uh, Candace and uh, both and you, Adrian, like, like talking about Scott. Like the the emphasis genuine because it's been a long time since we've seen them on camera together in the same space like look like they genuinely you know in a at least a a a palatable place yeah like maybe all the issues haven't been worked out yet because lord knows, woof but it seems that they look at least good now which we haven't seen them be in a long time
1: yeah no truly um she like i said she looked good i'm glad she got the win um i don't i don't really I'm on the fence about Toya for, in two ways. So I don't think Toya been really fucking nobody in that neighborhood. Now, do I think she might have a little daddy dick on the side? Yeah, but I don't think it's nowhere close to home. And I feel like everybody wants Toya to take the rumor sitting down and, and not come back at them because they got shit going on. And I don't care. If you got so much going on in your real life, you should focus on your real life and stay the fuck out of mine. But every time they do some shit or say something to Toya, next thing you know, heavenly talk about, y'all could kiss my ass. My mama just died. Okay, your mama was on her deathbed when you, when you was carrying rumors back and forth, when you was being a bone collector. Anila wanted everybody to focus on that robbery and, and lying. Okay, what we hear at Anila. Anila, you're a liar because every time they roll that footage back and you saying you hadn't heard that or you don't know nothing about that rumor, Anila, we saw you sitting up talking about the rumor with that one girl that you came with. This the thing, I don't like no bitch who starts shit and can't stand up in it. If I'm a mess, if I'm gonna be messy, I'm just fucking messy and I'm gonna own my mess. Ain't that what we say about Dr. Heaven? That's our biggest issue with her is that she messy but don't own it. That's my, that's my issue with Anila in this Toya situation you want a level of care and concern from Toya that you have not opted to give her. And I feel like,
0: I feel like, uh, honestly, with Anila and Toya, I feel like this is get back for, from Toya kind of bringing her on the show and then kind of using her as a pawn and a puncher bag. So Anila, Anila trying to get the get back. Which which honestly I don't necessarily have a problem with, but I want her to stand up in it. That's my issue. right. Like she brought you on this show because she didn't have no backup since Mariah left. She, she was being messy towards you. Now you being messy on the get back, but just own that. <laughs> like don't don't throw shade and hide your face. Yep,
1: yep. That's that's my problem. And with Anila and this whole robbery thing.
0: Now that I don't care about at all.
1: I don't, I don't care about it. I've tried to care about it, but knowing that they had insurance and shit, I don't know why we got to keep talking about it. And, and I understand if you have some family possessions, some family valuables, they're forever gone, but that you're going to get cut a fat little check. So why we keep talking about it? Nobody, your house ain't get set on fire no shit like that. And it's still, as we said in the pregame, it's still a lot of things that don't really add up about the robbery. And we don't we don't know enough about the situation to say somebody had you set had a needle in them set up or it was an inside job and or a needle in them had something to do with it, but it just a lot doesn't make sense about it.
0: Honestly, to take it a step further, Candace, that's the main reason why I don't care because none of the shit makes sense.
1: Like I just feel like somebody went in your house, they didn't ransack it. They ain't still a bunch of your person's shoes. They didn't they went into jewelry and things that you say are irreplaceable family possessions. And who would know what those things look like? Other than people that you know and people related to you that you may have told. So right. like, again, it's just very fishy because I can't walk in somebody's house that I don't really know like that. And can, I can't tell what's a family possession and what's not.
0: But you know who can tell? Family.
1: Friends. If You. Friends. You. Because if I'm just a smash and grab robber, I'm going to take anything that I deem could be valuable. And if I'm going to be honest, a lot of times I feel like you have to even be careful smashing and grabbing jewelry because if it's really, really custom-made jewelry, once it hit a pawn shop or some shit... It's easy to know who had, who brought it in. So you can't, you got to figure out how to get that kind of shit off too. So I just feel like if you was a smash and grab robber, it would be easier to take electronics, purses, shoes, jewelry that don't look, jewelry that don't look custom made and shit like that. What can somebody really do with your family, possess, your family possession? Who can they get them off? To? Like the What money the, can they
0: get for them? Like, didn't nobody grab the fine child? I call
1: you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did nobody grab the Birkin bag?
0: <laughs>
1: nobody took your red bottoms? Anila got some really weird feet to me. I don't like Anila face.
0: I love the... I don't I like,
1: like Anila... I don't I like Anila face.
0: From the shoes to the feet to the
1: face. Yeah, while I'm here, I don't like Anila face. I don't I don't like the fact that this non-Black woman sits in Black spaces and, and you know, tries to be harmful to Black women. I don't like that. I can't, I don't care for Toya, but at the cusp of it all, Toya is a black woman and you've been gunning for this woman for way too long for my liking. And now you want her to be sympathetic, sitting up there talking to Quad, talking talk about, well, you know, she could have just said she could at least called and checked up on it. She could have, I don't got to do shit. Cause the last time I was in the same room with you, you and another bitch was talking about me cheating on my husband with somebody in the neighborhood. What do we have to talk about? Nothing. I don't have nothing to say to you. Can I be honest? You could tell when people didn't grow up in, in black spaces because when you black, when it's beef, it's fucking, it's beef. The only thing that put a beef on pause is if somebody mama or grandmama passed away or some shit yep. like that. But your house getting broken into that don't stop us from not, for me, not fucking with you. I don't at, fuck with you. I don't give a fuck who broke in your house.
2: At most, it's a, I'm sorry that happened to her, but fuck that bitch. That's the most you get.
1: And I feel like Toya gave her that. We in the twilight zone when y'all got us standing behind Toya <sighs> motherfucking Bush Harris.
2: And that makes me dislike her more.
1: And y'all always want Toya to be the bigger person. Be the bigger person. be the, No, leave people to fuck alone. Y'all realize people don't have to be the bigger person if motherfuckers stay in their lane.
2: And isn't me being the bigger person not making jokes or saying anything nasty I think silence can be you being the bigger person uh, we here come on <laughs> you better preach you must want the collection plate it around silence silence can be, be being a bigger person because if I'm not being a bigger person I could have said a whole lot more and then definitely been in the wrong so because I know you're going through something I'm not even going throw you no know, fake energy your way and I'm I'm not gonna drag you. We just okay, whatever. Where the pork chops, y'all? Y'all
1: thought of pork chops for dinner? I am making. Uh, I'm frying some. I made some greens with some smoked neck bones in them and a little mac and cheese. And and me a plate is what this sound like. Right? You know, you know, I got y'all for sure. <laughs> Um, but since we, we still in Atlanta, so we might as well go ahead to love and hip hop and we drag, we, we started talking shit about King, Kendra, but the she man, deserves that woman <laughs> two dummy bitches. Um, we need to see your legal degree. We need to see your jurors. Doctorate. Mm-hmm. We need to see your bar. Adrian has checked your- out
2: of the chat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We need to see your bar qualify. We need to know if you pass the bar exam. Because I don't believe a woman as highly educated as you is doing all of this hemming and hon over no nigga named seal. You then went and met up with Mita. Mita then gave you receipts, right? She didn't printed them out, pulled them out her bra, flipped the paper, threw the paper down like it's a like it's the big joker. boom, And you still talking about. I need to see more what more do you need to see baby he had a I don't think that's a break baby I think that's a cheat baby mm. I don't think Jock and King, Kendra was on no break I think they were together and he cheated on her and had a baby and then they may have taken a break but you knew about Mita why do you keep playing in our face and you knew about Mita you knew what what you want us to do why are you trying to save face? That's what I want to know. Why are you trying to save face? Because no matter how you twist it, turn it, act shocked, pretend you didn't know, feel like he lied to you more than he claimed he did, cheated more than he claimed he did, you still married him and rushed to do it. Them
2: child support checks. Think- Them child support checks. She right must be nice because Jock during the scene is looking like, you know, all this shit. Why are we doing? Oh, okay. Okay. All right, the twins gotta get their ballet lessons paid for. So let's go ahead and play
1: the scene. And then you putting, your, putting your hands all on this man, baby. It ain't a ain't a camera, ain't a contract, ain't a nothing. Because one thing about this reality TV money, especially through Mona Scott Young, it can and will dry up. It can and will dry up. So I just, why would you jeopardize your actual livelihood trying to pretend like? You don't know this motherfucker was cheating on you and having babies. Like, leave us alone. Get off our TV with this bullshit. You a criminal
2: defense attorney and didn't even put on a good cross-examination of that one. Shouldn't have been no walk to the car. I want to see if you're showing me text messages. I want to see the phone for the text messages. Why are you walking to the car? So that means you don't think quick on your feet when new information is introduced to you. And that's like the cornerstone of being an attorney. It's giving Phaedra. I met her. Okay. No, I met her, I think Phaedra could have crossed examined better than that. I'm just gonna be honest because Phaedra know a scam and she have drew it down. <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna say that. Now. You can put a lot on Faye Faye's name out here, but I think that would have been completely different with her.
1: Absolutely. So she upheld
2: that? she upheld questioning about when she was due pregnancy-wise, and said it with a straight face and kept going with it. She didn't she'd huh. handled the situation better. <laughs> yeah. Nigga say,
1: <laughs> in the frog. We could. <laughs> yeah, lying the <laughs> frog. But still,
0: not Phaedra knowing, knowing, uh, knowing uh, uh, sucking, knowing how to lick it. Sure, for sure. 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 Uh, we said this in the pregame, but I swear to God, the first time i Pha- um, not Phaedra. Damn, I was <laughs> the first time Kendra was introduced to our damn TV screen. I posed a very uh, pertinent question um, that is relevant today, and is that why in the fuck is a lawyer? They ain't jocking the first guy.
2: Tap in, cause she might not be a lawyer. <laughs> nah, she a lawyer. I looked it up. You know, I check credentials. Like, she a lawyer. She got her own firm and everything. I checked her credentials, but she just thought with her being a lawyer, it would put her a step above all the other women that Jock has messed with. Mm. That plain, plain and simple. She thought she would get a different man. I'm not Carly Red. I'm not uh, who was baby Cena? Yeah, me? Seen yeah seen I'm Cena. The other one that tied him up that time, like she was a real estate attorney or whatever. But Ken- and Kendra just thinks I'm a lawyer, so I'm everything that comes with being a lawyer. So he should want and prize and covet me and treat me better than he treated them.
1: Whole time, you a bigger fool than all of them because they at least had enough sense to get away with their pocketbooks intact. You paying child support and all kind of shit. You stupid. And you've done all of this, right? Because, Adrian points are made. Points are valid. Points have been scored. You did all of this thinking you would get a different jock and you got the same old fucking seal who has no self-control, who has impulse issues, who do- who does not care how he harms it hurts the women he claimed to love, and so was it worth it?
2: And I peel back a layer because something just came. I have a feeling that the break, the quote unquote break, baby. I have a feeling that him and Kendra have an arrangement that he can go that he can go out and they have a one sided open relationship. <laughs> And so his violation wasn't necessarily being out and cheating. It was it was the baby part of it. It was leaving evidence of it. Yeah, something in me is telling me that <clears throat> my nigga sense is tingling. I think that's what it is. Yeah,
1: it, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me honestly.
0: At, at this that's point, I, does, I, that's
1: I, fine. Just stand in it.
0: Although, I, <laughs> although, honestly, although I will say having an arrangement for a digger who is so small he can't rearrange some guts is
1: crazy. Mm-hmm. He probably eat ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking eat ass. That magic song,
2: so, that's what <laughs> me to say. So, so, he getting child support paid for somehow. So,
1: I don't want some. no parts of that dark man. Uh, <laughs> if you if you are a lawyer bitch who is willing to pay me and Mike bills to eat your ass? Please DM me. Not from anywhere. PC. <laughs> all right. oh, fucking okay. all right. Just saying. <laughs> that is e <e-goddammit. laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Okay. Okay. We have been going on up to Black Ink Chicago. I real just have quick. one question. I'm
2: sorry. One question. Okay. This thing with Rashida and her father. Is it me oh. or is uh, is that really her daddy? No, I think that's her daddy, but I think Miss Charlene and that man fucking around, and that's why Me she's too. trying to get them to Me the man too. Fences.
1: Me too. Me too. I said that the Mike. I said they must still be fucking because there's no way that you want your child to be subjected to an absentee father who is dead set on not holding himself accountable for any fucking thing, unless he <laughs> piping Miss Charlene old big ass down.
2: Yes, they, they spinning the block. Sure. Okay, I just wanted
1: um, to. Get it out that way. Spinning the coffee. Uh, showtime. Texas. Spinning the cock. <laughs> 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 yeah, you be trying to be a menace and it catch up to you every time. Hey, I'm geriatric guts. Yes.
0: <laughs> he might not be an accountable father, but he a damn sure an accountable one, I tell you what.
1: <laughs> Viagra in them vaginas, okay. <laughs> you say I'm gonna go hard in that pussy, but not for my relationship <laughs> with my daughter. I don't care about that.
0: Charlene old ass do look like she like look just look at that wig. You know she's
1: speaking. Nigga, yeah. nigga, Rashida daddy say he willing to do anything to keep slurping on Charlene. It don't matter. And get a free house? In a free house? <laughs> in a compound? Yeah. High vibrations. A <laughs> pounding mm-hmm. in the compound. <laughs> Eating Miss Charlene out gotta be low vibrational food though. <laughs> <laughs> but Rashida do look just like her daddy. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how you do,
0: that's how you know that uh that he really absentee, like, that, that, like, that, what it is, uh,
2: he got her, uh, she got his whole face. Yeah. I knew he was actually when up. the baby was like, who is this that I'm hugging? What? And he wouldn't let it go. Like, who are you? Who, who are you? I don't even know who you are.
1: Then she went and, uh, then she went and got a nigga just like her daddy and Kurt. So, yeah. huh? speaking of daddies, hey, Ryan. <laughs> let me tell you something. Hey, wait, no. <laughs> no, because Ryan Henry is really fine as fuck. And it is like it's the kind of fine where you be like, damn, okay, but you a terrible person. And I don't I don't <laughs> feel sorry for you when it comes to nine mag because you have all this boss up talk shit going, and you don't even have motherfuckers in this shop that respect the rules and regulations.
0: Where, where have we heard this before?
1: Hello. <laughs> I'm telling you, Ryan is really the fine version of C's. Ryan is what C's think he look like. <laughs> but they 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 manage businesses the same like there is no way with ryan's level of fame at this point in time and the number of seasons that he has been on black Ink chicago that that shop should not be full and functioning all of the damn time like they should all be booked and busy in that fucking shop i feel like this is
0: one of the at least in recent times, I feel like this is one of the few times where Mac has been on like a down slump in terms of like like business traffic,
1: I feel like. I feel I, I, So a part of me feels like this is just a contrived storyline because um, Big Fish is not willing to pay every artist for appearances on this show. Um, and so I feel like when they're filming, it's pretty empty because I'm not willing to film if I can't get a check.
0: You know, that's a good point.
1: And there's a lot of artists in that shop, so I think when they're filming, it's kind of empty, and when they're not filming, I bet you it's booming in there.
2: Probably.
1: I bet. I bet it's booming. You
2: know
0: what? Honestly, now that I think about it, that would also make sense why, at least in C shop, because Puma shop, you know, that should that should be, but at least in C shop, well, because honestly, I ain't gonna lie, like I never brought it up. Oh, I forgot to. But on New York, it was. I, it, it got to a point. Where was like, damn, do you niggas ever tattoo?
1: <laughs> yeah. Even on this episode, when they went to the shop in um New York, if you notice, it was only the same couple people there. Yeah. Tati, um, Young Bay, and Spider. Yeah. But there is way more artists in them fucking shops than those three people. Yeah. But I feel like they and that's they not like, even well, counter shop that
0: they they don't show on TV.
1: Yeah, so I feel like they'd be like, we can't give everybody a check. Yeah. Um, I I like seeing Puma, and I wouldn't necessarily be upset if Puma became the face of Black Ink New York. Um, just seemed to have his shit together. He gave Prince some really sound and solid advice on wanting to venture out and open his own shop. I thought it was fair. I thought it wasn't biased. sorry and so you know i could see that happening and i hope that prince goes out on the limb and opens up his own shop
0: i feel like if they gave if they made puma the face though i don't necessarily know if we would have as much drama though because no we wouldn't yeah because 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 even with puma coming back you know him and c's making up and you know getting back on cool like puma really didn't bring drama to the show which you know don't get me wrong i don't necessarily want him to because He was the voice of reason many, many times that was needed, but I don't think we would get as much drama because, you know, he don't have that many shenanigans.
2: And maybe that could be an opportunity for a rebrand or to go back to what Black Ink Crew was originally supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And that gives you that opportunity. So maybe they give Puma a season with Black Ink Crew New York, you know, kind of feel things out and then rebrand change the name or whatever but still have puma and then it kind of like go forward
1: based off of him I, yeah you know that's a good point I, I feel like while puma may not bring a lot of drama the rest of the cast certainly will oh, oh absolutely Ooh, right. well absolutely. i don't think it would ever happen because like we said last week um i feel i believe black ink it, it belongs to C. and yeah. so even if yeah. he's not on the show it's it's his name, it's his brand, and they will have to pay him for it, regardless. so I don't understand why v h one did all that grandstanding, but yeah. boy, would I love it if they added Duchess back to the fold <laughs>
0: Uh, nah, nah, nah. Now we're getting, in, now we're getting into we the
2: it. They could add Dutchess back to the fold, regardless of seeds. because if they have to pay him for use of the name, you just pay him for use of the name. He wouldn't have any. I doubt any contract would have him controlling anything. Other well, that's than you what I'm get,
1: saying. We could we could start cooking with grease. Let's bring Dutchess back. Let's bring Dutchess of Ink back. But okay. then we wouldn't get Puma because Puma hated Dutchess. Uh, yeah,
2: maybe they can squash can, that. Could um, give, that could
1: give you a good season. Oh, ooh. Uh, come, come on, Adrian. Adrian, put me in production. I think I'm just <laughs> not calling out here. Let's go.
2: Let me talk to Carlos and them because I think I'm just
1: <laughs> not calling. Not now. Can I <laughs> not put me on? <laughs> put me on, bitch. Not the, I know not,
0: stuff. Not the Duchess and Puma family reunion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what you talking um, about? <laughs> I, I do want to, I'm, God, I do not care about Dre and her dad in this storyline. I'm so sorry. Like. I
2: cared okay. only because this is, it's in a field that I'm in. So that's why I cared. Cause I could spot the bullshit that he was talking.
1: And I don't know. Cause he was lying to her. That's why I was like. Straight to her face. I, I don't. I was like, I don't care about this because this man is not telling the truth. This man is not being honest. This man not holding himself accountable. And I hate that they even put this on it on the TV screen and showed us how he was sitting up here gaslighting that girl. But I also like how Drea didn't back down
2: and how nah. her thing is like, OK, you're still not willing to admit the truth that I need you to admit. We'll try this in another year or so. So I like that she not going to let you play in her face, but she seems open to establishing something when you're ready to come with her with facts. And I think if he would just be like, hey, I was young or I didn't want to do like I didn't want to do it. Just be honest. It sounds shitty. It sounds fucked up, but I didn't want the responsibility. So I didn't reach out. But something is telling me also if her if she didn't find out about her dad, her dad after her mom died, that his whole side of the family might be fucked up and her mom might have been trying to protect her from. Yeah.
1: Um, okay now do not like Ashley. We know that if you listen, you know, I'm like Ashley. But I think Don had a lot of motherfucking nerves sitting in therapy talking to that girl like that telling her she not a good wife. Why would I, first things first, this is why a lot of times I'm a proponent for leaving a situation after multiple bouts of infidelity because what incentive does Ashley have to be a good wife to you when you have cheated on her and had outside babies on her, a good majority of y'all relationship? What's the incentive?
0: Yeah, I thought it was mad funny. He was saying she not a good wife, like he he a good husband.
1: (laughs) And the whole time, like I wish that i I wish they hadn't exploded on each other so that that could have been brought up. I wish the therapist would have could have had an inside view at the fact that would why do you deserve a good wife? Okay, you bring home the bacon now. But if we was to be honest, and if I was to remove my feelings of just not liking Ashley out this situation, and I don't like Ashley because for a long time, she took she took all of her misguided anger for Don out on the women he was cheating. That's why I don't really care for Ashley. But if you remove that, he has, for the most part, been a really awful partner to her. He has not been a good boyfriend. He was not a good fiance. He has not been a good husband. Yeah,
0: he hasn't been he a good just, friend.
1: He just, in the last, I want to say, what, two seasons, maybe start being a decent fucking husband to her. Decent. I didn't say good. I didn't say great. He just started being a decent fucking husband and pulling his weight in the in the marriage, both financially and in other places. Yeah. You have broken that woman down for years. And now you don't understand why y'all can't get on the same page. But also, what does because I didn't what does he consider a good wife? That's the other part. He didn't say
2: because if she is taking care of everything, she's taking care of your kids. She's taking care of the home. If I would venture out, she's probably doing the financial aspects of things. She, when you're gone for taping, she's supporting you in every way possible so that you can live your dream. What's a good wife then? I need to, I need to know if that, if that isn't the foundation of something, what, what's a good wife then? Exactly. And you don't wait until she handled it a lot better than I did, than I would have. Cause I'd have hit him with something.
1: I wouldn't hit Cause you don't
2: wait. And then pop this up. And then when I'm telling you, like, you've never expressed this to me. Now you want to try to gaslight me like, oh, yes, I have. January 1st, uh, 2014, I said, it. like, no, you you know, you haven't addressed it head on like you're addressing this now.
1: Absolutely. He was gaslighting her. And that that bothered me because, he know, good and fucking well, he ain't never sat in that woman's face and said, you're not a good wife. First of all, a nigga with starter dreads is not going to tell me I'm not good at nothing. Ooh,
2: a nigga with...
1: And steroid. No. Until you... I'm gonna do it. Ooh. Uh-huh. Okay, because you for sure on pads. You was for, for sure using pads, nigga. Fuck out of here. Like... Yeah, because no, like, I- like...
0: Like, like, not... No, I was going to say, because Don always has been fit, but like, it went from fit to like, this motherfucker is the Hulk, like, overnight. <laughs>
2: Once you once you become Benzino, I know you stuff. Gonna, oh, oh, too far. Ooh, too? okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet myself then. Too Don Zeno. Don,
1: you know, Don Zeno. But Don is what Benzino think he look like. Yeah, because Benzino built like a bust of Hot Water Bomb. No, for real. Benzino built like Shamar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lord, <Design to> yeah. <laughs>
0: All right,
1: that's good. I've <laughs> never, never forgotten Shamar trying to say lasagna on TikTok. <laughs> you say, Listen, I'm going to give me some design. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: FYI for the group, I looked at the trademark, and Viacom owns the Black Ink Crew trademark, so they wouldn't even have to pay. So. Oh, wait a minute. Oh,
1: Hold on. Really? Ooh. Yes, you
2: can go to justia trademarks.justia.com and you can look it up. Um, black ink crew for the trademark and it's for the purposes of entertainment seri- a continuous continuing program series so if they do if they wanted to do other shows and put black ink crew whatever they can and it wouldn't seem that they would have to pay him any because they own the trademark well, well, yeah, because
1: it because it might be because it's black ink crew Mm-hmm. And 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 while the shops are called Black Ink, they are not called Black Ink Crew. Yeah. Oh, well shit. done, Viacom. Well, well done. Oh, so he's not gonna get paid. We we stand corrected. He's not gonna get a dime if he's not on these shows. Also, we could we could we're back cooking with grease now. Huh. I love it. Just <laughs> so that y'all know, Potomac is premiering tonight. So when Black Ink New York comes back, it'll be going over to our Patreon because we got a lot some other shows that I just prefer to have them here. Yeah, I, I do. So, <clears throat> if you're not subscribed to our Patreon at the red noise level, which is five dollars a month, go ahead and treat yourself so you can have access to Ratchet Reloaded. I promise you won't be disappointed. We cuts up over there, too. And if y'all have not watched Life After Lockup, love, what are, after you, doing? Lock, nigga. What are you
0: doing with your life? Best show on TV.
1: Nigga, nigga. It was so good this week. Um, but yeah, that was that was it. I I'm glad we're all in the grins about Don being a fuck nigga this episode. And actually yeah, I mean, should have was- slapped the taste. He sh- actually should have slapped the taste out of his mouth.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's always been a fuck nigga. It's just that annoy- uh, annoying actually happened to be annoying as fuck throughout Dave day marriage, but he always been a fuck nigga.
2: No, nah, he always been a fuck nigga, but now he trying to be a fuck nigga with therapy glasses on, and I don't like it.
0: <laughs> he, up, he up and looking like a uh, shit. Remember when uh, David Banner had on that damn bow tie? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what doctor- <laughs> Like, just because you put on some Malcolm X glasses don't mean you that <laughs> nigga. Like, get the fuck out of here, Donald X. Like, Don- leave us alone. Put <laughs> Donald C for cheap. <laughs> um, We go, listen, I've been waiting to get here. I've been waiting to get here. We've been waiting to get here. Love and marriage hunts veal. There's a lot to um, him Destiny, you screw-faced bitch.
2: <laughs> and I have never... <laughs> 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 and I'm so I'm sorry, friend, because I know you put, Yo, you no, take time ahead. to put together introductions. No, friend, no, no. So no, no. I the
1: thing is I do not. I be coming off the cuff and I'm always here. But when something is on your spirit, you kicking in that motherfucking door and you you jump, you run in this motherfucking burn the house down. But this screw face. So you come out, let, let me know when it happens. Abbage face,
2: face, head, ass girl. She pissed me off so much this episode because I with between her and Mel she moved funny Mel has moved funny but I've never been a I don't like destiny I don't ever think she's been completely transparent when she's needed a little messy but I've never disliked her but her energy and her attitude was stank as fuck at that opening and I can see why all she got is pack hair and clear gel that she's selling out of there because her spirit is nasty and disgusting. A, there weren't enough people in there for you to be acting like that. But you could have got the church choir to come through or something because it was looking a little, it was looking a little deserted in Madani or whatever the sh- whatever the shop's name. It was looking it was looking Ma- a little dummy, Madusky, whatever. It was looking dusty. <laughs> it was looking horrible. Ma-dusky. When it came to Stormy, <laughs> if you didn't want Stormy there. You just should you just should have been like,
1: hey, no, let me, no.
2: Hmm. Not, let not, me tell not, you something. Today.
1: If any of our listeners, if you think I'm a charity case and you got two thousand dollars to spend on me, I, please let me know. Hello.
0: I will send you my cash. Cash <laughs> you- Two thousand
1: dollars. If you got two thousand dollars to send to me as a peace offering. Baby, I'm here for you, oh. for us. First of all, as I was looking around the environment in my dust, I noticed that all you were selling was that cheap-ass pack hair. How You're you talk jail. all this high-power bullshit, and you not you not carrying the best of the best in, in hair and product?
0: Well, here she wasn't looking the best of the best. So, honestly, <coughs> you know, water eats its, seeks its own level.
1: Now... So I feel like, and I believe in my heart of hearts that Stormy, and her family came through with the purest intentions because I still believe that Stormy don't understand why her and Destiny just got off to such a rough foot. And so I believe her intentions was pure. I don't give people $2,000 because I feel like they know charity case. I'm not going to say her intentions weren't pure, but if
2: you didn't get an invitation and this is just something that I popped up and saw and you know that you and that girl are not on a good thing, it would have been good to reach out beforehand and not just pop up and
1: show up.
0: That I do. Agree.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can agree
0: with that. Yeah, that's fine.
1: But I don't think she was doing it to be negative. I don't think she was doing it to. She was doing ruin it to the be moment southern, nice nasty. She was being nice yeah. nasty, and and I'm okay with that because oh, I do too. Because the thing is, you you've been talking shit on the internet and nonstop on mm. this on this beauty supply store that can't fucking stay open. Beauty supply that can't supply. Huh.
0: beauty supply with not that much beauty. Aldra. I think, what, I think what pissed me off more than anything, like Adrian said, was just the the nastiness. Because, like, I can, you know, I agree with Adrian. Like, the only thing I didn't necessarily like is that, you know, they did show up on a, you know, when she wasn't invited. But at that same time, like, it's the, it was the smugness, the nastiness, and just the overall, like, she, she could, Destiny could have been annoyed that somebody that, somebody showed up that she didn't invite, but she handled it like a child as a grown, as a grown titty ass woman. That you was and, is what was annoying.
1: And we, we got to be honest about this. This wasn't an invite only uh, re grand reopening or whatever the case. She was putting flyers all over social media.
0: Uh, you know and that, so that is, when something, if, <laughs>
1: if something is invitation only even if you talk about it on social media you typically don't put up a flyer with the address location date and time on it so anybody was free to come but i do mm-hmm. agree stormy should have read the room you know you and this girl are not in the best space you could have dm'd her like i see you're having a grand reopening i really wanted to come by and support is that okay or if you want to send just send flowers to the place, you could have just sent the flowers.
2: Yeah. Hey, congratulations it. on it. So you being so, you being Southern nice, nasty. And it's cool.
1: I like it. I love it. Come from a long line of shady Southern women. So I love it. And what I love about it was it got Destiny so out of her body, she could never get back to enjoying her grand opening or reopening. Yeah, she got to tighten up. Like, little shit like that shouldn't get you out your body.
0: Yeah. To the point where fucking Melanika had to be like, girl, what the fuck is you doing? <laughs>
2: Or if you know that that's going to get you out of your body like that, you should have stuck with, hey, I'm fine with her dropping off her flowers, but, you know, I don't want her to stay for the event. Yeah. But no. I wouldn't have let her stay and then and then have that attitude, addis- that defeat. That's defeat, the purpose.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, I feel like we have lost. I feel like we lost some shit in editing because I want to know how we got from Mel not wanting to be in the same space as Destin to showing up to her event. Mm. male being nice nasty and messy because you and again unless you had firsthand information that Wanda was going to be serving the food there and you wanted to pull up on Wanda I don't understand you pulling up at this woman's event when you were just telling everybody you don't even want to be in the same space as this woman Mm. if you don't think her and Stormy talked about that and Kiki about doing that before they both did it yeah that's what I think it was, cause it ain't no coincidence they pulled up five, 10 minutes apart.
2: Mm-hmm. And you pulling up in a gold Range Rover, girl. I know a stunt when I see it.
1: <laughs>
2: and I, I, I'm not above the stunt that she pulled, but I can tell
1: you, I know a stunt when I see it. It was a st- a good stunt. Don't don't get me wrong. You and Mel, you and Mel both pulled up in G wagons, and y'all know that Destiny is driving a fucking Kia. <laughs>
0: also, also, Stormy looked really good.
1: Mm-hmm. I like. I'm going to be honest, I like Stormy, mm-hmm. but it's because she kind of stands up in her shit. Yes. <clears throat> so I'm okay with Stormy. Now, Destiny, you let Stormy get you so out your body that you didn't hear Male speak to you. And Male spoke to you. And so you you don't realize just how fucking dumb you look chasing after Male. talk about next time you come in somebody's shit speak. Because she spoke to you. I love you look the- stupid.
0: Oh, go ahead, Jeremy. No, I, 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 I want to say this before you I love the fact that she was like, oh, this is unwanted company. Then chases after the unwanted company when they leave saying don't the next time speak. So do you want the unwanted company
2: or not, girl? What did you do? Destiny ain't no real bitch is where I'm going to say it. <laughs> Because A, she did speak to you. But in the situation, I can see if I have an attitude, I might not hear you. Because Mel did it real, you know, hey, the little, hey, I'm coming to the space, so I know I have to speak. But you should have checked her. They're like, oh, so you're just going to come in and not speak? You hit that right there. You don't wait till she leaving. Because you make yourself look extra stupid. If you're going to be that bitch, be that bitch. Period. If you're going to be, I'm aggressive. All that that you have for Kimmy and Tisha, when they're trying to like, Mellow you out. You should have had that for Mel when you thought she didn't. Speak. I do. look
0: I do like how they like quickly rolled the bean footage back. Like a uh, girl, she did. <laughs> and
1: Wanda, one back Wanda, wretched.
0: All of these things apply to her and more.
1: Wanda need her ass. Now I don't know if Mel could do it, but this is oh, another we're a band. situation where 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 van where mama van
2: was at because Sam thompson swing on people when you buy her baby coming with foolishness
1: yeah see that's the thing i don't like about male mama she always trying to be too mature but be in the mess and, but be in the be in the thick of shit mm. like if you if you can get on social media and be nice nasty and post pictures of tisha wearing a shirt that male made you could swing on
0: Wanda. Because I'll tell you this much. Now, granted, I don't necessarily care for Martell Mama too, too much. But I know if Martell Mama was there instead of Mel Mama, it would
2: have yeah. it it went down.
0: Yeah. Let's be, let's be honest,
2: went though. Martell's mama stay out of that. Because last, that last thing where they had all the moms at the park and all that kerfuffle started with Van and Tisha Mama, she left. She really do stay out of the mess, quite honestly. Now she got a she, she say a little too much when it comes to male and trying to protect her sorry ass son. But for the most part, she stay out of that mess. For the most part.
1: No, I agree there. And um, so male did too much talking for me, cause I would have just went up the wind and knocked all that shit over. Okay, we all here. that all that pig slop. Okay, so I would have knocked all that shit over. I would have kicked them tables over and everything. It wouldn't have been no talking. It wouldn't have been no trying to go live on Instagram. It, it, Wanda would have had to feel me immediately because let me be honest. When it comes to my babies, you're not gonna get one time to say nothing derogatory about them and. It's not on site when I see you, let alone two.
0: Yeah, I've been saying, this so ain't even one of those first infraction.
1: Yeah, so I feel like a lot of this, we should have got straight to the debauchery when Mel walked up to that goddamn table with all them cheap ass chafing dishes and serving dishes <laughs> and knocked that shit on the ground. So I, <clears throat> then, my biggest, like my biggest issue, and we we all had some very valid points in our pregame. As adults, kids should be off limit. Kids should be protected. And I don't care how much you don't like the mama or the daddy, kids is a no-go. But as Adrian made a very, very valid point, Martel set the foundation for those kids to be a topic of conversation because every time he's bitter and going at it with mail, he throws mail and them kids under the bus, and who right there like a fucking crackhead to pick up the 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 rocks off the ground? Wanda and Wanda, one of them old bitches that believe everything she hear and read on social media but what but what really ground my gears was Mar- marceau. Uh botch BBL built ass. You can't stand Wanda no other fucking time. You say she's a cancer in your marriage, but all of a sudden you defending her, talking about the paternity of somebody else's child? Everybody, yeah. somebody, kid, i beat your big ass. <laughs> like, and no, what, I will beat your big ass.
0: And what pissed me off about it more to figure back off, Candice, and you brought this up in the pregame, is that you and Tisha quite literally had an issue with Martell um, bringing up uh, rumors or whatever, which, you know, that kind of goes circle back to Adrian's point is that, you know, while Martel was, at you know, acting like an adult in this situation, part of this is, you know, is karma. Now, his kids don't deserve that. They don't deserve that. But you do reap what you sow. But if you if Marceau and Tisha, if y'all had an issue with Martel doing that, then how can you in good conscience now be defending Wanda doing the same thing when you yourself don't even like Wanda because she do shit like this? That's what pissed me off the most.
1: Yeah. When the when the 20 uh, when Martel said Marceau then cheated with 20 women. Oh, y'all flew off the fucking handle.
0: Her kids saw
1: that. The kids was asking, Daddy, is that true? Which Have two you cheated five? on Mama? Which and blah, two blah, blah, blah.
0: That's a valid point. But that therein lies the problem. How could you rightfully say Martell was out of line for, for doing that because it could affect kids? But when Wanda does it, now you are up here defending it. when you know she dead fucking wrong.
1: Dead ass. And the thing, here's the thing, and I'm gonna tell you what else pissed me off about Marceau. You running your you running your big bald headed black ass gums. Marie said no wanda did say child and then bring up that kid and you talk about oh I didn't hear that. And so when Marce when Martel was like so what why are you talking? Yeah you available. speaking on some shit you didn't even hear. Yeah you being contrarian to be fucking contrarian over somebody you don't like again you don't and like you, Wanda and you don't get to tell a person what boundaries they can have and what limitations they can have when it comes to their fucking kids. If speaking on their kids in any capacity is a boundary for them, you need to fucking respect that. You sitting up here trying to bargain with Martell about his fucking kids, knowing that a motherfucking soul can't bargain with you about yours. How you look. And then when Martel go to walk away because he recognizes that the situation is getting heated, it's not going anywhere. And you're gonna grab him talking about I'ma say what I gotta say, not to me, bitch ass nigga, you not. And if you see me walking away and you and you touch me in any capacity and, and black and, and black homes, that's saying you wanna fight.
0: Yeah, that's saying you wanna fight. If to I'm trying hands. to
1: walk away and you keep trying to provoke me and talk to me, you telling me you wanna fight. Yeah. So right. now we finna fucking fight.
0: Yeah. Like don't get me wrong, this is always uh Martel uh Hope can go to hell. Uh podcast but in this situation he was trying to de-escalate the situation and that like an adult something that people have been telling him to do for many years now and he does yeah. it and, and ironically ironically one of the it's main so
1: right Marceau, exactly the main one who be like you gotta learn when to walk away bro you gotta right. learn when to walk away bro Exactly. He walk away and you gonna tell a motherfucker I'm gonna finish saying what I gotta say. I don't give a fuck what you gotta say, bitch ass.
0: And then what makes it even worse is that what you gotta say is confirmed to be bullshit by your own brother who was telling you you was wrong. Exactly. exactly.
2: Well, I commend for Martel for acting in, in this particular sort of situation, but I know he finna tear his ass, so
1: yeah, we know in real time him and Mel went at it like cats and fucking dogs, and as you he allowed motherfuckers um, poke and prod and, and demean and degrade his ex-wife, and the mother of his children. So, yeah, you don't that's, get too too much of nothing from us.
2: That's because if you can look at his face during like some of these scenes, like when he's opening the door for Mel to go out, he he thinks this is the end for him and Mel to get back together oh, instead yeah. of it just being this is a, a foundation for us to maybe oh, build man. a friendship or a good co-parenting relationship. He sees that as, oh, this is the family stuff. Martel Mm -hmm. was pumped during that whole fight scene because this is me, Mel, and our
1: kids, our family against the world. I feel like he is still very much in love with Mel. I think he believes that he could have his cake and eat it too. And when it didn't go that way, he realized, okay, if I ever could get her back, I'm going to do the right thing. But he's never going to get her back. The baby, really the nail in the coffin and the baby mama constantly ridicule the male and all that kind of shit really the deal. But he, he is one of those niggas you can't try to have a friendship with on top of co-parenting because he thinks it's going to lead to a relationship yeah I absolutely believe that doesn't happen then they spiral and I mean we're gonna see that the timelines so because he is also there is some weirdness afoot in the Scott family with the brother Mark I'm in a love and marriage Facebook group and the The brother Mark is in that group and there has been talks of him having some serious drug problems and mental health issues and how he has been shunned from the family, which is why he doesn't understand why they are using his likeness for a storyline with Mel's mama um because he says he doesn't really have a relationship with his brothers and i found out that mark is the oldest then maurice then marceau yeah i knew that I, marceau looked older than maurice
2: huh. you got all that misogyny in your heart that's what happens mm. yeah
1: mm. True. true and there's been talks of how you know there was a lot of abuse with their upbringing and because mark you know, has talked about it publicly. They have shunned him from the family mm. and all this other kind of stuff and how initially Mark was talking to Kimmy mm. and Maurice came behind him and started messing with Kimmy and I remember Mel's, Mel's mom was basically like them throwing him a bone the rebound. and I mean no disrespect because I think Mel's mama is beautiful that's a good looking woman but yeah so there's a lot of mess afoot and, and, and as it plays out in this Facebook group I'll for sure keep us updated but um everybody everybody got their own skeletons in the closet and that's why Oh, you know, who to bring up before we go, male saying that Tisha Daddy was in her DMs is not her bringing up somebody Daddy. If that that man was apparently very much so in male's DMs, that was not a pop shot. It was not a joke. That's not male bringing somebody Daddy into a situation. Yo, Daddy brought himself into it, going to that woman DMs. And yeah. yo, Daddy know who male is. Why would your Daddy be in her DMs?
0: Her daddy. Uh- her daddy said, Mel been looking real good in a confession.
1: So, all of that, well, why'd you bring my dad into it? He had nothing to do with it. He made himself part of it when he started DMing Mel, who old enough to be his goddamn daughter. Old or young damn. enough, should I say. Old young enough to be his too. goddamn daughter. Yeah, old niggas is nasty. Like, what is y'all saying? Like, get the hell on up out of here.
0: I, were y'all surprised that they... Um... Like, actually, aired the, the fight and blew up and stuff. No,
1: no, Mm-mm. I wasn't. I, I got to
2: have an episode of the fight and then an episode of the post fight breakdown, then an episode of us getting together, people getting together to talk
1: about the fight. You got to stretch it out. So, one episode has to be the fight.
0: That's fair. The only reason I I think I was they
1: a- did what they had to do to keep people watching for the rest of the season. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's fair. I guess the only reason I was a bit surprised is only because, you know, we saw it in real time. And then because of how it was portrayed, I was like, oh, shit. Because remember, they went on that break afterwards that, you know, happened in real time. So I guess that was the only reason I was kind of shocked that they they showed it.
2: But that also might be another reason we saw it in real time. And, you know, other people had footage. So it's like, yeah, well.
1: Yes, yeah. because remember the the rumors were saying that Wanda hit Mel. And as we can see, Wanda didn't lay a finger on Mel.
0: Yeah, right.
1: But I can guarantee you, based on footage that other people may have had from other angles, it could have possibly looked that way. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I, as executive producer, I, I bet Mel was like, y'all better air this shit com- and it's complete. Like, air it and it's complete. All of it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because Mel was like, I don't want nobody to think this old bitch beat me up.
0: Yeah, right. That's fine.
1: Yeah, so that is it. We're done. We've been having a lot to cover, but we can't help with all these goddamn shows on the air at once. I I don't know what y'all want us to do.
0: It's been a lot, but some of it we've been able to... Get through pretty quickly, especially when they had like a dry episode like they did with Salt Lake City last week.
1: Yeah, we've been able to streamline, and so you know, we we just gonna do what we gonna do, how we do it, and we gonna be back next week, same time, same niggerish place, same niggerish place, same ni- <laughs> yeah, same niggers cutting up, and we gonna cut up even more. Looking forward to Potomac. It airs tonight. Um, also, Candy, who daughter is that? You didn't let Riley get enough plastic surgery and liposuction. to gag a fucking maggot child. Whew.
0: Beautiful guy.
1: Bye everybody. Bye y'all. Bye.